0: The second stage of no. When I neared 70, more than a decade ago, I was rudely awakened by a new set of rules. Not since I was a child were there so many do's and don'ts. With a hip replacement operation looming, a physical scheduled every 12 weeks, regular eye checkups for glaucoma, skin cancer harvests at least twice a year, and a PSA check every six months, I was constantly being told to pop pills, drip drops, lose weight, exercise, and not drink. Okay, maybe I cheated a bit on the last one. The list seemed endless. Dorothy, my ever-loving wife, became the enforcer. A few weeks before the big day, my 70th birthday, my right eye began to blur. I had to face the music. I made an appointment to see a specialist in New York City for May 13th at 11 a.m., despite my lack of mobility resulting from arthritis in several joints and a wonky left hip, right knee, and right ankle from various football and skiing mishaps. Walking was and is not a pretty sight for me most days. At the time, 9-11 was still laser-sharp in everyone's memories, and the thought of traveling 48 miles into the city for any reason was daunting. All my working life, more than four and a half decades, had been spent commuting to Wall Street before sunrise on the Long Island Railroad. Now retired, I viewed the trek as a necessary but giant imposition. Excuses for putting off my eye checkup were easy. Procrastination, the order du jour, When the dreaded day arrived, Dorothy dropped me off to catch the jitney into the city and reminded me to behave, keep my eye, the good one, on the time, and come right home after the appointment, as we had a dinner date that night. The traffic was light and there was no stress, other than my nagging need to hit the men's room. My plumbing had been slightly rearranged during a successful prostate removal at Sloan Kettering so anything over an hour usually became agonizing. Finally, the Jitney deposited me at 2nd Avenue and 79th Street, three doors from the doctor's office. I checked my watch, much more aware of the time than I had ever been before I retired, despite the fact that now I had no real place to go. Time elapsed. One hour and fifteen minutes. Preliminary screening and testing completed, I was ushered into an examination room. Moments later, the doctor appeared, reviewed the test data, and proceeded with the exam. I looked down at my watch. One hour, thirty minutes since departure. Not bad. Not bad at all, I thought. I'd be home in time for a late lunch. But then the doctor motioned for me to stay seated, we had a few things to discuss. The news was not good. Not only had the pressure gone up in my right eye, my left eye was also diagnosed with glaucoma. Our discussion was followed by a gentle but firm lecture on follow-up discipline. It had been over a year since my last appointment. I left kicking myself. Although the condition could be treated, I had taken an unnecessary risk by delaying my appointment, and the disease could still compromise my eyesight if I wasn't more careful. I was shaken by the news. I exited the office armed with two new eye drop prescriptions and decided to take the train home to Long Island. I hailed a cab. The day was overcast and dreary, the traffic snarled, and my pupils dilated. Penn Station, please. On the way across town, I reflected. In a few days, I'd be 70. I had glaucoma in both eyes, a skin condition, a blood pressure condition, a cholesterol condition, no prostate, and constant underlying pain that radiated every which way when it rained. Just then, it started to rain.